Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we will be chatting to leaders, influencers, wine producers, restaurants, and other role players. Tune in every week for our latest episode. You will find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to About the Winelands. Today, I'm talking to Marinda Blake um, from Blake Family Wines. Hi, Marinda, and uh, welcome to About, About the Winelands. Hi, good morning, Will, and thanks for having us, you know, because I think in these um, weird times that we live in, you know, it's absolutely fantastic to, to connect and network with people. Absolutely, and um, thank you for spending the time. I think, you know, uh, you guys have so many things to think about, and um, it must be uh, quite uh, testing times for you. So thank you also for, for coming on, and I think our listeners, you know, always want to, I can, I can see now that our listeners always want to hear more about who's behind a, a wine brand and what these stories um, are. So if you can tell, start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you became involved in the wine industry. Yes, well, um, my love affair, you know, with, with wine started when I was still a little girl. Um, I didn't grow up in a traditional winelands region. Um, I grew up in the Klein career. I grew up in Oetzorn. And um, my dad used to travel quite often, you know, to the Boerland, you know. And I remember as a little girl, you know, always when he came home. And in those days, it was 12 bottle wine cases. And he came home, you know, and for me, the, the, I absolutely loved, you know, to unpack the wine, you know, take them out of those sleeves that you got those days and put them, you know, in the wine racks. And, but then at the time, you know, I never really thought of, of wine as a career. It was only when I was a student at Salambosch and I walked into a bookstore once, you know, and there was a, um, there was a sale on books. And I, I picked up, you know, this book, um, this wine appreciation book written by Tinas van Ikark, you know. I bought the book and then everything just clicked. And I thought, you know, this is what I want to do. And when I finished my studies, and um, I started to work, to work at Wurfley Winery in Wellington. And that's also where I met my husband, Andres. And he was at the time, you know, he was a final year cellar technology student at Elsenburg. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and when um, when he finished, you know, his studies, he started working at Rayburg, and eventually we got married. And I moved also to Robertson, and I worked at uh, the Vets of Wine Estate. And then I moved on to Grambeck Wines, and then Andres got a, a fantastic because he was working at the time under um, the well-known winemaker um, Darcy Smith. Oh, yeah. And then Andres got a great job offer at Swatland Winery as cellar master, and he was there for almost 20 years. And that's wow. actually where our love affair started, you know, with the Swatland region. Oh, yeah, that's, so, am that's amazing. So, so you worked there, and then um, uh, at what point did you guys decide to, to, to go on your own and start Blake Family Wines, and how did you start? 
Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, when Andres was at Swartland, you know, he saw, because you must remember around about 20 years, 25 years ago, the Swartland region wasn't such a, a popular wine area that it is today, you know. It was a different type of Swartland, although the grapes, the terroir, the soil were still there. But when Andres was at Swartland, you know, he saw these beautiful wines, you know, just disappearing into these huge um, tanks, you know. And then that's where the seed was planted. And then in 2011, you know, um, we had our main vintage. And, and Andres always liked, he preferred to work with blends rather with, than single cultivar wines. Because we always believe, you know, you can make a much more complex wine uh, from a blend. Because you mm -hmm. can use all the different attributes, you know, from um, the cultivars. So, and initially, you know, we decided, we only started actually as a hobby. And we've decided we're going to do a Cape blend because okay. Andres absolutely, he loves to work with Pinotage. And the Swartland has also got very good Pinotage. And so we made our first um, vintage was um, the Cape blend and it's called Amethyst. And that is one of those wines when you have it, you wish you can actually duplicate it. Because <laughs> that one up until this day, you know, it's a fantastic wine. And it was also selected as one of the Absa Pirel top uh, five um, Cape Blend winners in 2014. And awesome. also sold at the Niederberg auction at a premium price. So that was our first vintage in 2011. And because we decided we're only going to do one blend. And then in 2013, Andre said, okay, let's do a white blend as well. But, but you must remember at the time, Andres was still at Swartland, you know, and um, it was still supposed to be a hobby. Then we did a white blend um, called the Tourmaline, um, a blend of Shannon Chardonnay Vionier. And then it actually, we realized, you know, there's really a market for these wines. And, and it became much more than just a hobby. And it actually became my full-time job. <laughs> and, yeah, and as it grows, you know, then after a couple of uh, year or two along the line, Andre said, Miranda, we are from the Swartland. We can't not to do a Chenin Blanc. So he rang my arm and we did a Chenin Blanc that is doing very, very well. And then he said to me again, Marinda, you know, I love, absolutely, he loves Malbec. And many years ago, I would say it's around about 20, 22 years ago, Andres together with a lot of um, wine growers from um, Scotland, they went to Argentina. And they came back and he was absolutely in love with Malbec. And at the time, you know, all a lot of, of the farmers, they have planted Malbec. And there was a time when the Swartland had the biggest planting of Malbec in South Africa. But also those times, you know, it was hardly ever bottled as a single cultivar. It was more used in blends. But luckily not today anymore, you know, because you got to get wonderful Malbecs around. And then also, Andres, you know, he even named his boat Malbec. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, so we've got the four wines, you know, and that is our four premium wines that we bottle under our Blake label. Well, that's amazing. I, I mean, he must really love his wine because usually people will either um, name their boat after their wife or, or <laughs> if you're in Monaco, you name your boat after your girlfriend, right? I wonder if there's something similar in the in the wine industry. So, so they say the joke in the in the boating industry is if you have a if if it, the, the the boat is named after your wife, it's called the Lady Miranda, and if it's after your girlfriend, it would just be called the Miranda. 
<laughs> but you know, the other thing is, well, you must remember, Malbec, a lot of people, they don't know what is Malbec. They don't know it's the name of a cultivar. And if you, if you take it in Afrikaans, you know, the word Malbec, and you, you change the C to a K, <laughs> then it sells, you know, a lot of people actually thought that Andre's named his boat after me. So <laughs> oh, there you go. So, then we, <laughs> yeah, so that proves your point. <laughs> I'm not saying a word anymore. <laughs> so how would you um, actually, I, I mean, this is, I mean, what really stands out to me is why one person who, who can sit there and see these wines actually went, you know, into bulk wine and then realized that it could be much better must have made, had a major impact on the actual um, value of the whole region and the, you know, and the wines created and then also more than that to the land and everything um, um, attached to that. Yes, no, no, absolutely. Because the thing is, you know, um, you can always, in, in a big winery, like, um, say, a cooperative, like a, a big winery, say, for instance, a, a Clava or a Slangwook or a Buta winery, you can really, you can make excellent wines, and they do. But, you know, if, if you go a bit smaller, you know, it's more, you're more hands-on. And, you know, it's like, you know, because we, we, we fairly, we are very small, um, we, we, pref we try to be hands-on with everything, you know, from the making up until um, the marketing, you know. So we try, that's how come we always also named our wines after gemstones. Um, because you say we see our wines as our family gems and we try to treat them as our family gems. So, because we really try to, to do our best thing, um, we we buy in our grapes because Andres knows the, the terroir of the Swartland very, very well. So we've got long-standing contracts for grapes. And then um, we buy in the best French oak that we can. And we really, we, we try to do the best thing because Andres, um, for him, he always says, you know, a winemaker has annually got one chance to make a good wine. And you know, that one chance, if you spend all your time and your effort into that wine, you're gonna, you're gonna live with the results of that harvest for, for quite a couple of years. So give it your best shot. Every wine that's in the cellar must be treated, you know, as an award-winning wine. That's interesting. So, um, yeah, can you tell us a bit more? I mean, it sounds fascinating about, you know, the real um, philosophy around how um, you guys are making wine. Yeah, you know, Andres is just for him, you know, what is very important for him. You know, Andres is still from the old school um, winemakers, if I can put it that way. And for him, you know, it's always, he says, stick to the basics. If your basics is right, you know, then then everything else, you know, will, will fall in line, you know. So, so the basics is very important, you know. Hygiene, get the best quality grapes that you can get, you know. Use the best equipment, you know. Give it your time. Treat it, you know. Um, treat the wine with respect, you know. So give it just your best shot, you know. Then it, everything should um, should fall in place. So, Miranda, your wines, where are um, they sold? Mostly locally, internationally? Um, what is your marketing split? Yeah, well, we sell, um, we sell online. And then also we, we have got a company that is doing our distribution in South Africa. We sell mainly um, in South Africa um, at, at niche wine shops and also at restaurants um, and those type of places. 
And then also we export, um, we, we export quite a bit. We export currently to the Netherlands, to Germany, to France, Switzerland, um, Peru, USA, uh, China. And then also we do, um, you know, we, we do not just the four premium wines that we export to those countries, but we also got wine that we produce for customers in um, Nigeria and Tanzania, Uganda. Um, we produce, uh, if I can put it away, more lifestyle wines, but those wines we only produce per order. And they are not going, to, they are not bottled under the Blake label as such. Um, we've got a brand called um, the Blake Boys and also the Blake Bros. And then we've got a sparkling range um, with a brooch, a rosé, and a non-alcoholic that we do in Nigeria. Wow. So those wow. are the wines that we do, you know. And then we also um, do um, brand-specific wines for customers, you know, that we do under the, their own brand, you know. So, but those are, are not under the Blake label, you know. So the premium wines bearing our name will always be, you know, the top quality wines. Okay, that's quite interesting. So um, people would come to you and um, you would produce a wine for them and, and label it for them specifically. Yes. And brand it yes, for them. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. Is that a is that a business that you are going to expand or or how do you see it going forward? You know, if, if you can put it this way, you know, especially in the times that we live in at the moment, um your your uh, with with you know everyone you know that's that's struggling with money at the moment, you can see that the prices of the wine, people mm. if they're looking for wine, they're looking for for less expensive wines at the moment. So for us at this stage, you know, if you can put it this way, your premium wines is your jam. And your, your, your I don't really want to call it an entry-level wine, let's say lifestyle wines. They are more your bread and your butter mm -hmm. at this stage. And they must be the ones turning your wheels at the moment to afford to do these premium great wines. Interesting. Marilla, your marketing, how do you... I mean, okay, you've got a distribution company in South Africa, and mm. um, I assume that, that they also assist you in marketing um, locally. But how do, you, how do you go about, what is your main marketing strategy? Is that building um, distribution systems, or are you marketing, uh, you know, uh, where, where are you marketing your wines, and how are you marketing them? Yeah, you know, we'll, um, with, a, with a distribution company, they help us a lot. You know, they've got the brand ambassadors actually in the field. And so, and for also for us, you know, before COVID have hit us, you know, it was important for us, you know, to be on uh, in in the field, you know, with with the brand ambassadors, doing tastings. Because for us, you know, as a fairly unknown brand, you know, it's it's, it's very important for a potential customer to taste our wines. Because we always say, if if you see on a shelf our wine. And, and you see it compared to a more commercial old um, brand, you know, and they are roughly more or less the same price, then they will go for the, for the, the more well-known brand. But I always say, if you taste the wine, you know, I'm sure you will be convinced. You know, so for us, it's very important, but with COVID, it's, it's difficult. Um, in these times, you know, we've started like everyone else, we've started up with, with a wine club, doing Zoom tastings, you know, with, with groups of people. And so you have to be creative and inventive, you know, in these different times that we, that we live in at the moment. I wanted to ask you that because, you know, the coronavirus has forced all of us to rethink our business models. 
and I was wondering what new things you are doing. You mentioned um, the wine club. Um, how does that mm -hmm. work? Yeah, what we do with the wine club, you know, um, you know, the, the wine club members, you know, they've got an option of a red option, a white option, or a mixed option. Because normally, if, the, if, if, a, if someone orders wine online from us, you know, we don't really mix the case. You know, you order either an amethyst or a Malbec or a tourmaline, or, but, you know, <coughs> with, with a wine club, we give them an option. So, um, if they do say, for instance, they do um, a red option, we will give them, for instance, three bottles of a specific um, vintage of the um, amethyst with a Malbec. But then we, we, can ch we change it, we give them, you know, wines, vintages that is not locally available um, anymore in the trade. Um, or we do, you know, a specific one, that, but that is going to be a very special one that's only going to be released later. We do, for instance, um, um, a vertical pack of the amethyst of uh, one bottle of the 2011, one bottle of the 2014, you know, up until the 2018 that hasn't been released yet. So then we do it on a on a on a three and every quarter, you know, we, we send them out. And then yeah, so that's basically how it works. And then it works out much, you know, cheaper if they if they order it, you know, through the wine club. Okay, interesting. <laughs> if customers are ordered, uh, interested in ordering a wine, so they're sitting at home now and they want to order it, how do they go about getting it? Um, I mean, I know they can't get it delivered now, but they can still order, right? And and also, when, obviously, when the lockdowns and everything left, how would people order your wines if they don't get it in a speciality bottle store, a uh, speciality yeah. wine store? Yeah, well, it's very easy. They can just um, go onto our website. It's www.blakefamilywines dot com and then um what they just can do you know they can just follow to, um, to order online then all the details are there um you won't find our prices on there because you know for different reasons because we believe you know um everyone's got access to your um to your website and it's not necessarily just the, the end consumer you know it can also be the trade and as we all know there are different prices for trade and for the end consumer so it's always best just to send us, you know, what you are interested in, and then we will always um, send you a quote. But, you know, what we can do, what we're going to offer, you know, for up until the end of August, um, if any of the customers um, order wine, you know, uh, up until the end of this month, and they must just put in, you know, in the subject line about the wine lens, we will offer them a 15% discount on any orders, you know, that they do up until the end of August. That's awesome. So if people are listening, they need to remember this. Just um, go onto the Black Family um, Wine website. Um, just repeat that um, um, URL again. Yes, it's um, www.blakefamilywines.com. Dot com. So That's go right. there and then just put the um, about the winelands and you'll get a discount. You'll get, a, what did you say, 15%? 15%, 15% discount. One five, That's you'll right. get a 1-5% discount, which is awesome. Thank you, Miranda. I think um, the listeners will definitely take onto it. Um, uh, I think people at the moment are looking to support the South African wine industry, which is um, amazing that, that people would actually give that support. I think that says a lot about the quality of our industry and that, uh, you know, that uh, I would support it, not only in South Africa, uh, but, but yeah. worldwide. Um, just another question that I have is in your marketing, um, how important are you finding, I mean, you mentioned that you need to, to do tastings 
and, and be with, you actually have to see the consumer face to face. And I think that whole um, um, thing of actually communicating with your customer, um, because business are, are moving so much more to direct to consumer. And even if it's not direct to consumer, the consumer wants to know who he's buying from and want to hear these stories. And how do you do that? Do you use social media? How do you actually um, um, communicate with your, with, you know, with your end consumer? Yes. Yeah, what we do, um, well, we, we, also, we use social media because I think, you know, um, with, with printed media, you know, I think the, the younger generations, um, if you want to reach them, you know, uh, for us, we found, you know, it's the better platforms to, to make use of social media. And also, um, you know, with, with the more um, older, old school of printed media, you know, uh, it, it's, it's still very important. But it's, it's much more expensive, you know. So, so we, we, you know, we use the Facebooks, you, you use the the Instagrams, the Twitters, you know, and 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 also very selective emails that that we send mm -hmm. to to our, our our customers. Yes, you obviously have a mailing list of buyers that you've accumulated That's over correct. the years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But but I must say, well, you you mentioned, you know, you know, with with all the support, you know, we really, I, it was it's so heartwarming to see, you know all these absolute um, support, you know, that the South African wine industry is getting from local, from locals, as well as um, um, expats living overseas and also from, from importers and distributors from overseas. And I must say the last three, three to four days, it was really tremendously that we have, that we've noted that all the, the export inquiries that we do get at the moment. And that all shows to me that the whole world is knowing in, in what situation we are at the moment in the South African wine industry. And it's really heartwarming to see. I must say it is that that's true. And I'm glad to hear that you guys are actually getting some, some inquiries and stuff. And I think, you know, it will just grow. And um, the awareness about South African wine, um, you know, and people, I know the lockdown and stuff is hard, but ultimately it's, it's almost created a marketing opportunity worldwide. Yeah. So, so it's, it's funny how things work. Marinda, talking yeah. about all of this, um, uh, what is the most important thing that you've learned in your wine journey? That's, I mean, that's, you, you knew from a, from a young age that you wanted to be in wine and you've, you've done this for a while. What is the most important thing you've learned? You know, for well, you know, the, the wine industry that we have learned, you know, is a, is a very, very small industry in South Africa. And we all know of one another and we all know one another, the, our stories. So it's very, for me, for us, I've learned never bad mouth any wine or any winemaker or any seller. Because at some point, you know, we all need one another. And we as an industry, you know, we have to support one another. And um, and there's always wine is it's such a personal thing, you know. There's a there's a wine for every palate, you know. And so for me, it's just like um, you know, there's there's not a bad wine. There's just a wine, you know, that that doesn't suit your palate. And and we always say, you know, not one man is 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 kissing his wife in in a similar way than <laughs> another guy. You know? So so there's a wine for everyone. You know, you must just find the wine for your palate. 
That's interesting. I'm going to remember that one. Not every guy kisses his wife in the same way. And that's why you can drink, you know, you need to try more wines. So, so that's, that's a strange thing, right? And, and this is one of the reasons why I've never been able to, to really get into something like whiskey. Because the problem is you can only drink so many things. And mm. whenever I have a choice, I always tend to go back to the things I know and enjoy. You, it's, it's very hard, actually, to, to shop around, you know, because yeah. you, you want to have, when you have a good meal, you want to have that certain taste that you're used to. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. It's very, it's very important to experiment, and I think that is what is yeah, and that's how come it's great to attend wine shows and Mm -hmm. and wine festivals, you know, where you pay a certain amount of money and then you can actually explore. Do not go to the ones that you know because you know them already. So try something new, you know, because you 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 might be surprised. Miranda, I ask everyone on the show: Can you give us your very own wine quote or your favorite wine quote? Yeah, for me, you know, it's not spe- um, specifically just um, a wine quote, quote per, se, per such, but for me, I, I always say when work becomes your passion um, and your passion also becomes your work, then you will know, you know, that you're on the right track, you know, nothing will go wrong. So it's not, because wine is our passion, you know, and, and wine is our lifestyle. That's how come I say, you know, it's our passion, you know, it's embrace that, that lifestyle and that passion, you know, then it, it, you will find it, you will taste it in the wine as well. Okay, excellent. Marina, thank you so much for spending time with us. We appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, um, good luck with everything. And I'm going to give you the last word to say um, goodbye to our listeners and always, and also just tell them again about that fantastic offer you're giving them. Yes, um, thank you all once again, you know, and, and for everyone that, uh, for all the listeners, you know, remember, um, go to www.blakefamilywines.com, go to the wine online, um, just follow the prompts, and then, we, and if you use, you know, in the, in the subject line, just about the winelands, um, we'll give you a 15% discount on all your wine orders up until the end of August. And yes, and we'll, um, I'm sure, hopefully, we will have good news within the next couple of days and that we are all, you know, everything is opened up and that everyone else can come and enjoy the wine with a meal or just a glass of, share a glass of wine with friends. I surely hope so, but um, uh, in any event, we, we, we know we'll, things will, will always get better. And uh, thank you very much for spending the time and have a great day. Ciao, Thanks, Will. Same to you. Keep well. Bye-bye. Thank you for supporting our show. If you would like to get more exposure for your business, please have a look at our sponsorship options. Thanks again for supporting About the Winelands. Please follow us on YouTube and on our social media channels. All details and links are in the description.